0: Sad Cats cheered up. A New South Wales political update and an inquisitive rural dad.
1: Hello and welcome to the Batuta News Bulletin for Wednesday the 22nd of March. On this fine hump day, my name is Will
0: Hussey And my name is Errol Parker making news this evening. Ed Sheeran sends injured Cats players signed copy of his new album... Get Well Soon card.
1: Yeah, we're going to kick off with some sporting news today and round 1 of the AFL did kick off this past weekend. Jason Barry, our specialist uh, Victorian leg tennis correspondent, has written up a couple of stories. He was down there keeping an eye on things. And over the course of the weekend there were uh, 80,000 spectators into the MCG to watch bigger stars of footy battle it out. However, those games come off the back of two very recent Ed Sheeran concerts, also held at the same ground, which brought in even bigger crowds and left much of the G needing to be relayed and not up to the usual safe footballing standards. Yes,
0: players from both the Tigers vs Blues and the Cats vs Pies game struggling to keep their feet throughout their respective matches due to uneven ground with two Geelong players suffering knee injuries that were no doubt caused by the newly laid and unpredictable MCG turf.
1: Yeah, hearing this terrible news and feeling responsible for it, the brilliant songwriter by the name of Ed Sheeran reportedly reached out to those injured players in a stunning show of love and respect. Sent them the new album, which doesn't come out for a couple of months, so that's an exciting thing, and he gave them a personal card, which said, Dear fan, thank you for loving my music. Sorry you're sick. Get well soon. Ed, quite nice. Yeah,
0: that is much nicer. I just would have said, when your legs don't work like they used to before, maybe it's because I fucked up your cricket oval.
1: (laughs) Maybe it's because 100,000 people packed in each night to see me play and I destroyed your (laughs) cricket oval. Very good, Errol Parker. Now, we've got an election update from down south in New South Wales, our favourite state. The headline's quite a whopper, so I'm just going to read it out. It goes mm-hmm. New South Wales Liberals promise they won't destroy tens of thousands of small businesses that once made up a bustling Sydney nightlife economy, with exaggerated claims of an alcohol fueled violence epidemic working in partnership with a billionaire who needed to redirect party goers towards a hideous high rise casino that his entire family's fortune relied on, as well as a struggling Sydney Morning Herald who realized that property related articles are the only thing people click on anymore, and noisy pubs and cheerful youth do nothing but irritate the boomer property investors that are news newspapers' last remaining advertisers are trying to fleece with unchecked and unregulated overdevelopment of a once fun and vibrant international city.
0: Yes, Clancy's war against the Glebe Morning Herald uh, enters a new chapter with that one. And moving on to some more friendly news. Mm. A rural dad exploring school options weighs up child safety against dream of raising an NRL star.
1: Yeah, we spoke to Petuta Heights dad Kevin Barrington today and he's drawn up an SWOT analysis this week as he debates the future of his eldest son.
0: And that is despite having enough money in the bank to send his son to the Sandstone Institution at Patuta Boys Grammar School, Kevin told the advocate that he'd prefer to send his son to a school with You know a few rugby league values. Mm. He said, and I quote, "Yeah, I toured the grounds down at BGS, but the whole place was way too stuffy for me, full of little cunts in ties, and I'm not that keen to watch him play rugby union every weekend." Fair enough. With limited high school options in Batuta. Kevin weighed up sending his oldest son, Jonathan, to Batuta Boys Marist High School, which is a Catholic institution well-known for its ability to nurture the next generation of explosive NRL talent.
1: Now, our quote of the day comes in regards to reported pressures of extreme polygamy, which are driving southern elephant seals to early death. The quote is from Sophia Volska, who was a uh, author and a PhD candidate at the University of Tasmania, who released this study into the uh, elephant seals and their extreme polygamy. As she said, one huge beachmaster can have a harem of up to 100 females. Once the harems get that big, they might allow for a younger male to be an assistant beachmaster. Um, but apparently... The pressures on maturing males drive them to grain weight as quickly as possible, resulting in lower survival rates because the males forage at sea in areas frequented by marine predators. Too fat to get away from the marine predators.
0: Yes, it seems like uh, what Clancy does in the break room with the iced vovos, I think. I think he has (laughs) a few minions that keep him nice and well-fed. But look, I think this is in relation to uh, Henry the Elephant Seal, which has been terrorising uh, parts of Victoria this week And I don't know I, I saw him on the news last night And look I think me and Glenn McGrath Can both agree That that Fucking thing needs A hollow point More than anything
1: He's got a mood And he's got an attitude About him old Henry He
0: has a mood And back in my day If a sea lion goes mad On the beach The cops would have shot him
1: Those are the good old days Errol Parker We don't live like that anymore And that's the end Of the news board Ciao